You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Radio Show, only on Financial News and Talk. Now live in studio, your host, local and national real estate expert and consumer advocate, Ron Siegel. And hello again. Welcome to Ron Siegel Radio. This is the show with no real boundaries as we discuss current events, financial markets, politics, sports, even poking fun at the rest of the media. This is the show that connects the dots of confusion delivered by conflicting media reports. We connect the dots so you know the actions you can take out your family or business can benefit from current events. Most of all, thank you for joining me within every market. There are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day. A very focused show. We only chat about items that affect the roof over your head, your bank account, and anything I feel would benefit you. But before we get into our intriguing content today, and I am very excited about today's content. Well, I get excited about a lot of today's content, but really excited about chatting with our guest today, Paul Nadeau. How are you this morning, Paul? I'm doing great, Ron. How about yourself? Doing great. Glad to have you with us. Let me remind you, if you ever have any home or finance related questions, I am the consumer advocate looking out for you. And you can reach out to me directly, 800-306-1990, or ronsegalradio.com. Just remember, that's the number you call anytime for assistance. When you call that number, it comes directly to me first. There are operators standing by. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Well, I do have a great team when it comes to developing a financing plan, a plan to save you money. I personally work with you, even if you don't have any needs today. Save this number in your phone for future reference, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. And yes, of course, we are celebrating today our Talk Like a Pirate Day. I don't even know how to pirate talks. Uh, you know, but I have been to Disneyland and I have been on the Pirates of Caribbean. So maybe that's how they're supposed to die. I don't know. It's maybe it's maybe it's above my pay grade. Butterscotch Pudding Day. <sighs> it is what it is. I don't know. I don't know if I'm a big fan of butterscotch pudding, especially there's no whipped cream on there again. Josh, Josh we're going to have to talk to our, our graphics folks. If you're watching us on RonSegalRadio.tv, any of the socials, or the ABC News and Talk AM 1490 video feed. You're actually going to see graphics throughout the broadcast. And we've got right now National Butterscotch Pudding Day with no whipped cream. So maybe we'll have to start getting some whipped cream with our graphics people. But, you know, it, it is what it is. Although I might have to just go back and celebrate National Cheeseburger Day. That was yesterday. <sighs> Moving right along. Let's see what's going on in the world today. The markets, Dow Jones, and well, we know what's going on in the world. There's only one thing going on in the world. I I, I turn on the the scour the news every day, starting about four in the morning, California time, to see what is important for you. And this morning, you know, every single channel, it's all about the queen and the and the and the and the funeral. I wonder what they're gonna put on for broadcast for programming tomorrow. But I mean, we've been we've been hearing about this for what is it, ten days now? Eleven days is all the pomp and circumstance. Uh, you know, you wonder though, maybe we could learn something from the queen. Not not from her dying. No, that's not the idea. We don't need to practice that. But maybe uh, getting along with people, being civil with people. You know, the queen uh, was not a political person, so might have might be a, a lesson to be learned there. But this is a home and finance show and anything else that affects the roof over your head or your bank account. Dow Jones Industrial Average down 69 points. S&P 500 is down 13. The NASDAQ 
is down 33. Oil up nine cents a barrel. Should we look at what gas prices are doing? Uh, I don't know if we really want to do. Well, we'll do it anyway. What the heck? Gallon of gasoline right here in the formerly Golden State, $5.45 a gallon of gasoline. That's the average. Josh is at $4.92. He's doing a little better than we are. Jody's at $3.98. Our tremendous underwriter, Lori, $3.14 a gallon of gasoline. $3.14. Heck, I can get two gallons in Louisiana for what we pay in here in, in California. Hawaii, $5.27. Uh, unbelievable. Well, 368 is the cost of a gallon of gasoline nationwide. That's the national average for gasoline. And we are watching, well, $85 a barrel right now. Going to be a crazy week this week. The markets are already going a bit crazy. All going to come to a head on Wednesday when we find out what the Federal Reserve is going to do. They're going to increase interest rates. Do you think they're going to go a full, full 100 basis points, 1%? I doubt it. 75 basis points, that's my prediction. That's my forecast. So we'll see what happens there. Markets are not liking the story about inflation. That is a scary word. And more bad news. I know the economy is doing great. Just ask the president. Uh, unbelievable. I don't, I don't know where he gets his news. Maybe it's Cracker Jacks. I'm not sure, but just throw that out there. The, the news of the day now... The Atlanta Fed has come out, and they, they've given us some interesting information. Well, they, they do their forecasting for inflation, and they do forecasting on GDP. Well, they came out three weeks ago and said, well, GDP is going to be a 2.6% increase. Yeah, well, we've been telling you, you know better than that. They came back and said 1.3% 10 days ago, and today it's 0.5%. Now, what's happened in those three weeks that's changed dramatically? Well, we're going to keep watching that. But the GDP, I mean, maybe the president, we might have to tell him, being that historically, two consecutive quarters of negative GDP has been the definition of a recession. And we've already had that. I wonder what he's going to say at three consecutive quarters. I don't know how he's going to spin that, but I'm sure that he and the cabinet of village people, I'm sure that they will be trying to spin that in some way that everything is just fine. Don't worry about those gas prices that are over $5 a gallon. Everyone says their gas prices are going down. Well, I went and filled up this weekend. My gas prices actually went up. And I go to... I think the cheapest place around, I'm a Costco shopper. So I went to Costco, get the gasoline. Mine was up for 20 cents a gallon this week from what I paid last week. So I throw that out there for you. But the big issue is always pain. And we know that that pain is coming. We know the pain in the marketplace from what this administration has done. Uh, did you hear the latest? I, I, could, I could hardly wait to see this one. The governor of California is challenging the governor of Florida to a debate. Would that not be a great TV? That might be the first thing I watch on the news that would be fascinating to see what these two have to say. Unbelievable watching. I mean, now anything you want to go wrong is going wrong in California. Anything you want to go right is going right in Florida. 
yet I wonder what the governor of California will have to say about all these things. wonder if they'll be talking about gas prices. Uh, California probably didn't want to talk about that. Do they want to talk about electric? Well, no, we don't have electricity, so we can't talk about electric vehicles. How, how's that one going to work out for you, Mr. Governor? I'm really worried about this one. We've got a new proposition here in California, and I looked at it, Proposition 30, and I was not too fond of it. And then I heard the governor saying he's against it. Now, I've never been on the same side of this governor of anything. So I got to wonder, what am I missing? I just throw that out there for you. Get a little education for you right now from our friends over at creditsanitizer.com. What is a FICO score? We're going to be giving you this segment uh, quite a bit coming up because we got to get some education out there onto the FICO score because I know how much it's costing you and your family understanding this. A FICO score, three-digit number based on the information in your credit reports. It helps lenders determine how likely you are to repay a loan. This, in turn, affects how much you can borrow, how many months you have to repay, and how much it will cost. That's the interest rate. When you apply for credit, lenders need a fast and consistent way to decide whether or not to loan you money. In most cases, they look at your FICO scores. You can think of a FICO score as a summary of your credit report. It measures how long you've had credit, how much credit you have, how much of your available credit is being used, and if you've paid on time. Not only does a FICO score help lenders make smarter, quicker decisions about who they loan money to, it also helps people like you get fair and fast access to credit when you need it. Because FICO scores are calculated based on your credit information, you have the ability to influence your score by paying bills on time, not carrying too much debt, and making smart credit choices. 30 years ago, the Fair Isaac Corporation, FICO, debuted FICO scores to provide an industry standard for scoring creditworthiness that was fair to both lenders and consumers. Before the FICO scores, there were many different scores, all with different ways being calculated, some even including gender and political affiliation. Why are FICO scores important? FICO scores help millions of people like you gain access to the credit they need to do things like get an education, buy a first home, or cover medical expenses. Even some insurance and utility companies will check FICO scores when setting up the terms of the service. The fact is, a good FICO score can save you thousands of dollars in interest and fees as lenders are more likely to extend lower rates if you present less of a risk for them. And overall, fair, quick, consistent, and predictive scores help keep the cost of credit lower for the entire population as a whole. The more accessible credit is, the more lenders can loan, the more efficient they can be in their process to drive costs down and pass savings on to the borrowers. What is the difference between a FICO score and other credit scores, like FICO scores, Vantage scores, Credit Karma, Credit Sesame? Only FICO scores are created by the Fair Isaac Corporation and are used over 90% of top lenders when making lending decisions. Why? Because FICO scores are the industry standard for making accurate and fair decisions about credit worthiness. They help millions of people get the credit they need for a home, a car, or a special purchase. You may have seen ads for other credit scores or likely even purchased them in the past. These other credit scores calculate your scores differently than FICO scores. So while the other credit scores may seem similar to the FICO score, they are not. Only FICO scores are used by 90% of top lenders. What is a good FICO score? Every lender determines for themselves what is a good FICO score and how they will use a FICO score and other information within the loan process. In general, many lenders find scores above 670 as indicating good credit worthiness. 
Typically, the higher the score, the lower the risk, and the more likely creditors are to lend to you. There are general score ranges rec recognized by creditors to help them make lending decisions. These ranges can also serve as goals for you to achieve. The information in your credit report is continually changing, which means your FICO score is also updating frequently. Under 580, that's poor. Your score is well below the average score for U.S. consumers and demonstrates to lenders you are a risky borrower. 580 to 669 is fair. Your score is below the average of score of U.S. consumers, though many lenders will approve loans with this score. 670 to 639 is good. Your score is near or slightly above the average of U.S. consumers, and most lenders consider this a good score. 740 to 799, very good. Your score is above the average of U.S. consumers and demonstrates to lenders that you are a very dependable borrower, and 800 above is exceptional. Your score is well above the average of U.S. consumers and clearly demonstrates to lenders that you are an exceptional borrower. That is just a little bit of education for you. That is our credit sanitizer report. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio, discussing your real estate, current events, and the financial markets. When we come back, the importance of connecting with people. Buyers are regaining some of the negotiation power in today's housing market and how to protect my business from identity theft. All that and more, you can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990, or com, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the number one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Ron Siegel Radio, your home and mortgage. Are you like many of your neighbors trying to figure out how to pay off your debts so you could retire someday? Build bigger savings. Invest in opportunities. Visit rsrnodebt.com. Debt will destroy 50% of Americans from being able to retire earlier and with more. What if you could have a guaranteed program that could show you how to eliminate all of your debt in 10 years or less, all without having to spend more each month than you spend right now? Yes, that's correct. All without spending more from your checkbook each month than you are today. Get your free analysis today to see if you qualify. Visit rsrnodebt.com. Log on today for your free analysis. rsrnodebt.com. No purchase necessary. The free analysis takes only two minutes. rsrnodebt.com. Ron Siegel Radio is your home and mortgage connection. Go to rsrnodebt.com rsrnodebt.com Are you paying rent because you cannot afford to live in your dream home? Are you paying rent because you don't believe you have the down payment funds to purchase your own home? At Siegel Lending Team at ronismylender.com has up to $25,000 to help qualified people purchase their own home at amazing interest rates. Contact the Siegel Lending Team today at ronismylender.com Again, ronismylender.com Licensed under NMLS 217037, ronismylender.com. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800 306 1990. 1990, the Mortgage Minute today being brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. When you're ready for that next home loan, Geneva's got the programs and the products 
You just need to make the call, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. S&P 500 now not down 9.99. 10-year Treasury is up two basis points to 3.469. Mortgage-backed security is very volatile, down 28 basis points as we speak this morning. And every day at this time, OBMMI, they provide the most comprehensive, accurate, timely, and interactive analysis of pricing ever conducted in the mortgage industry, calculated from actual locked rates with consumers across 35% of all mortgage transactions nationwide. Where are the loans locking at? This is as of Friday. 30-year conforming, 6.192. Jumbo, 5.899. FHA, 5.93. USDA. For the rural area, 6.033. And the best loan on the market for those that earned it. You cannot just apply. The 30-year VA loan locked at 5.82. All that information is available on that super secret website, google.com. The thing that's not there is why are the markets moving the way they're moving? Well, told you a little bit in the earlier segment, the Atlanta Fed reduced their third quarter GDP estimate once again from an increase of 1.3% just 10 days ago to just 0.5% increase now, down substantially from the 2.6% increase they were forecasting just three weeks ago. What's going to happen when we actually see the numbers? This is the worst inflationary situation the United States has seen in 42 years. Now think about this. Median age in the U.S. is 38. This means that more than half of our population was not alive for the last surge in inflation. When you consider that children don't feel the pinch of inflation like adults do. Anyone under the age of eh, 50, 55 has never experienced a situation like this in their lifetime. As I mentioned, the Federal Reserve will be telling us about the Fed funds rate on Wednesday. We're going to see housing starts and permits on Wednesday. And a lot of information coming out, so we'll be watching all of that for you. That's the Mortgage Minute brought to you by our friends at Geneva Financial. When you're ready for that next home loan. Geneva's got the programs and the products. You just need to make the call 800-306-1990-800-306-1990. It's always fun for me to get to chat with new folks here in the marketplace, Paul, new, new to us anyway, because you know, until two or three weeks ago, I never even knew of Paul Nadeau, and, and I was fortunate enough that a mutual friend invited us to a, or invited me, they invited Paul to come and chat on his, on, on their broadcast. And I heard about Paul there. A lot of great information there. An international peacemaker is what I, I hear uh, about Paul. But welcome, Paul. Glad to have you with us. Hey, Ron. Glad to be here. So, yes, uh, <laughs> it's obviously. Uh, really great when people connect you to someone it's it's just amazing yeah it gets it's uh and you know it's a lot nicer than trying to just go and hunt on your own and try and figure out okay do i where do i go what do i look for who do i want to know so the idea of that connection is is big time so tell us a little bit about yourself and your background paul yeah sure um i'm a former hostage negotiator international peacekeeper uh i was uh I come from a very, uh, very rough background. My father was uh, a very sick individual, and uh, consequently, I was abused uh, severely as a child. But uh, I remember promising to myself at the age of seven that uh, when I grew up, I was going to arrest my father and people like him. 
and uh, he passed away. He killed himself before I ever reached 21. Uh, but he killed himself with the same gun that he killed Santa Claus with. And I followed through on my promise because I had determined uh, in my own mind that I was going to become that police officer and go out and arrest people who are um, hurting others. And uh, the career that I that I chose was the right one for me. Uh, it's opened so many doors and it uh, brought me to so many different places. Uh, peacekeeping, working for the Special Victims Unit, uh, learning about human behavior, uh, being able to, uh, I was a professional uh, interrogator. I, ju I just had a one of these Hollywood blockbuster kind of careers uh, that uh, brought me into everything. I retired uh, from the police department. When I say I retired from the police department, I just moved into doing something different. Uh, and right now I've authored a few books, uh, I have a podcast, I've written a film script. Uh, I, I, I just, uh, I've done so many things and so much more to do. So yeah, life is what you make of it. And I certainly am an example of how that is. So that's a little bit about myself there, Ron. That's a lot of, you got a, got a quite a, Accomplished, uh, accomplished, a lot of accomplishments right there. Hostage negotiator. That's uh, that sounds like a pretty fascinating one. Who did you do that for? Where'd you do that at? Uh, the Greater Toronto area here in Canada, and uh, I was hired. Uh, well, I applied for the job uh, when it became available in our police department, and I went to the RCMP to be vetted to see whether or not I was qualified to do the work. And the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, uh, they approved me. And then I became uh, a negotiator for our jurisdiction and for the greater Toronto area. I remember negotiating in the Middle East uh, during my uh, tour of duty there as well in 2005. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it was a, an amazing career. It really was. And, and uh, interrogators, you, you weren't one of those guys doing the waterboarding, were you? I went to the Jack Bauer School of Interrogation uh, 101, <laughs> and, and Jack Jack taught me the no, no, no waterboarding. It was uh, really about connecting. It's amazing how you treat others. You you get what you give, and I learned that very early on. Is that everybody's got a story, and as much as a criminal, uh, a murderer, a rapist, whatever, do not want to talk to the police, eighty percent of them do. If you treat them with dignity and respect, if you want their story, if you want to find out who they really are. And that was my confession rate was about 70 to 80 percent on some of the most horrific crimes that you could imagine. And even to the point where criminals were shaking my hands saying thank you. And, you know, they just wanted to be seen, heard, understood uh, for whatever reason. A lot of them have never had that opportunity to have somebody actually connect with them. And it's true of anything is that if we pay a particular amount of attention, the right kind of attention to people, it's amazing how we can get them to open up and work with us. Do you think that that could those same skills that you have there can help in this divided world that we have right now? Oh, absolutely. I'll tell you something. My life was saved by a terrorist. I was about to be killed. Uh, I, actually, my partner and I were being beaten. Uh, by 40 terrorists, and a terrorist stepped in and saved my life in 2005. And it was because of the way that I had treated him on another occasion. Had no idea that he was a terrorist, but I treated everybody in the same fashion. And it turned out that he was in charge of an attack 
did not see that I was the first one being attacked along with my partner and then came in and uh, collected us and just said, it's time to leave. I know that this approach can make a huge difference. Will it work all the time? No, but it will work most of the time. The way we treat one another, what we get is what we give. And a lot of people don't recognize that. So how do we, where, where do we start with trying to do some of these things? Where we start, we start to get some of our world leaders just to sit down and start talking. We, we we're far too quick to judge one another based on our religious beliefs, color of skin, where we, whatever, whatever it is. We're so quick to judge and to accuse or to shut people down, as opposed to just sitting across from one another, non-judgmentally. You don't have to agree with them, but by goodness. Listen to them to see if there's something that you can find in common to work with them at solving, resolving, whatever it is. The way you can start, each and every one of us, we can start by just treating our fellow man, whoever it is that we're uh, surrounded by, with the dignity and respect that they deserve. We all want it. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be appreciated. But we don't always have to agree with somebody's lifestyle. We certainly can treat them with a, a level of respect and dignity and then open the channels of communication to see where we can agree on. How do you get that, get any sort of reciprocity there? I mean, if, if you go out and you, you, you're living that lifestyle of not judging and listening, but the other side says, you know something, I don't care. I don't even want to hear what you have to say. How do you get the reciprocity in that? Well, Ron, you don't take anything personally. If you if you know and are confident enough, enough in yourself, if somebody says, hey, I don't want to hear what you have to say, that's all right. I don't need you to. I would like you to, but I don't need you to. And if you reject me, I'm not taking it personally. Providing I am doing it right, providing I am being the, the type of person that I would like to see others be, and treating people the way that they want to be treated, not so much the way I want to be treated, but imagining what it must be like for them. Two of the greatest lessons I ever learned, uh, I, I've known this probably since I was a kid, but it became very apparent to me after I joined the police department. I was on the police department for a year or two, and I realized these two great lessons. Number one, we are more similar than we are different. Doesn't matter, as I said, the color of your skin, uh, the, the religious beliefs, whatever it is, we all laugh, love, and bleed in the same way. We're more similar than we are different. And we start to imagine what it must be like for the other person by putting ourselves in that, their shoes. The second lesson is you get what you give. So I don't take things personally. And that's, that's my philosophy is that um, I'm there to, to help. I'm there to listen, to support, and I'm there for myself too. Fascinating information. I'm, I'm loving loving our conversation here. If you're enjoying this, if you've got questions, put, put them in the comments. Go to uh, StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook. StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook. I don't know that we'll get to them or not, but put them in the comments. Let us know who you are. We're going to continue our conversation with Paul Nadeau when we come back. Also talk about buyers regaining some of their negotiation power in today's housing market and how to protect my business from identity theft. All that and more, you can reach me anytime. Our off-air number, 800-306-1990.
800-306-1990 or ronsegalradio.com, facebook.com forward slash ronsegalradio. And if you miss any part of our broadcast, Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, the numeral one on YouTube. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a few. Ron Siegel Radio. Your home and Morgan connection. Do you know a homeowner experiencing divorce? Do you know a real estate reference and the divorce decree could cost tens of thousands of dollars? A certified divorce mortgage planning and real estate report could save you thousands of dollars, and it's free from your local certified divorce lending professional. Reach out to Ron today. Ronismylender.com. Again, Ronismylender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Are you earning a safe, secure 10 plus percent return on your investments? Is your credit score over 800? Are you living in the home of your dreams or simply where you think you can afford? If the answer to any of these questions is no, what are you doing about it? Text ATP to 79564, complete a three-minute complimentary survey, and the area-trusted professionals of Ron Siegel Radio will reach out to you to develop a success strategy for you. Again, all you need to do is text ATP to 79564. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert, Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. The real-time real estate segment today being brought to you by the Area Trusted Real Estate Professionals of Ron Siegel Radio. Visit rsrhomescout.com, rsrhomescout.com. Buyers are regaining some of their negotiation power in today's housing market. If you're thinking about buying a home today, there's welcome news. Even though it's still a seller's market, it's more moderate seller's market than last year. And the days of feeling like you may need to waive contingencies or pay drastically over asking price to get your offer considered, maybe coming to a close. Today, you should have less competition and more negotiating power as a buyer. That's because the intensity of buyer demand and bidding wars is easing this year. So if bidding wars were the biggest factor that had you sitting on the sidelines, here are two trends that may be just what you need to re-enter the market. Number one, the return of contingencies. Over the last two years, more buyers were willing to skip important steps in the home buying process, like the appraisal or inspection, to try and win a bidding war. But now, fewer people are waiving the inspection and and appraisal. The latest data from the National Association of Realtors, NAR, shows the percentage of buyers waiving their home inspection and appraisal is declining. And a recent survey from Realtor.com confirms more sellers are accepting offers that include these conditions according to their August study. 95% of sellers reported buyers requested a home inspection. 67% of sellers negotiated with buyers on repairs as a result of that inspection findings. This goes to show buyers are more able to include these conditions in their offers today and negotiate as needed based on the outcome of the inspection. Number two, sellers are more willing to help with closing costs. Generally, closing costs range between 2% and 5% of the purchase price of the home. Before the pandemic, it was a common negotiation tactic for sellers to cover some of the buyer's closing costs to sweeten the deal. This didn't happen much as much. This didn't happen as much. 
during the peak buyer frenzy over the last two years. Today, as the market shift and demand slow, data from Realtor.com suggests this is making a comeback. A recent article shows 32% of sellers paid some or all of the buyer's closing costs. This may be a negotiation tool you'll see as you go to purchase a home. Just keep in mind, limits on closing costs and credits are set by your lender and can vary state by state and loan by loan. Work closely with your loan advisor to understand how much a seller can contribute to closing costs in your area. Bottom line, regardless of extremely competitive housing market of the past several years, today's data suggests negotiations are starting to come back on the table. Good news if you're planning to buy a house. To find out more about the housing market shifting in your area, give me a call, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. And remember, if you have any friends, family, or coworkers looking to buy, sell, or borrow on real estate, Give them my number, 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. We are continuing our conversation this morning. Paul Nadeau is chatting with us, talking, got a lot of a lot of discussion. Paul, it sounds to me like you're, you must be in Canada somewhere. Got a little bit of a Canadian accent hint there. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, I'm in Toronto, Canada, right downtown Toronto. That's us. For those of us uh, that are are lacking in our uh, uh, education, that's the eastern part of Canada, right? Just above uh, the Niagara Falls? You are correct. Yeah. Yeah. Where you are actually uh, west of, uh, sorry, east of uh, Niagara Falls. Yes. Yeah. East of Niagara Falls. Beautiful, beautiful area up there. I haven't been there in a long time, but beautiful area. So you did hostage negotiating, and then you talked about dealing with terrorists. And a terrorist saving you. So tell us a little bit about that story, if you're allowed to. Oh, absolutely. Uh, there, There's going to be a movie made out of this one. So uh, I was deployed uh, during the Iraq war. Uh, we Canadians did not send soldiers to the war. We sent peacekeepers. And I was selected to go to Jordan uh, to teach Iraqi police cadets at the time uh, Iraq was in desperate need of police officers because uh, so many of them had been killed. They were at war and uh, they sent 3000 police cadets to the Jordanian International Police Training Center every eight weeks to be trained. They were trained on how to conduct criminal investigations, how to survive, how to use weapons, the whole works. Problem was that Iraq was unable to vet the cadets, uh, the men, uh, they couldn't do it. They had just too many to do. So consequently, a lot of terrorists infiltrated the academy uh, under the guise of being police officers and received the training, received the money, received everything. And uh, they were plotting to attack from within the academy and kill international instructors as well as any other cadets didn't follow uh, the uh, the principles of terrorism. And one of those uh, such attacks was, uh, was planned and we were alerted about it, but as peacekeepers, we could not leave the Academy because when you're at war or whatever, you're a peacekeeper or whatever, this is your job. And one particular morning uh, after having been alerted that this attack would be taking place, my partner and I who arrived at the Academy earlier than uh, most of the other uh, actually, let me rephrase that. We arrived earlier than every other international because we had a particular job to see the director 
to repatriate some of the cadets that couldn't stay any longer. And as we were walking through the desert back to our office, back to our building, uh, 40 cadets showed up from behind a building. They'd been plotting this attack. They saw us and they surrounded us. And then they started grabbing us, hooting and hollering. They were, uh, they were armed with rocks and sticks. And then they started to, uh, to attack us and we started to fight. And then all of a sudden from behind this whole crowd, I heard my name being called, Mr. Paul, Mr. Paul, Mr. Paul. And then something else being said in Arabic. I didn't have any of my language assistance there. Everybody stopped. The attack stopped. We, like my partner and I were on the ground and the attack stopped. And then all of a sudden they all moved away from us. And when I was trying to get, regain my, my vision, uh, because after being hit a few times, you, you kind of lose a little bit of your sight there. And I saw this one cadet walking towards me and I recognized him as being a former student of mine. I had taught him about three weeks to a month earlier. And he just walked up and he reached his hand out to me and he spoke English and he says, it's time for you to leave. It's not going to be a good day. And so my partner and I were allowed to leave and we ended up rushing to our office and calling the security for the Jordanian International Police Training Center. We put a stop to all the other uh, internationals uh, arriving at the academy and we left. And so nobody was killed that day. Wow. What a, what a, it's a chilling story. I mean, that's Amazing, and it, and it's all based on the power of, of again. So it goes kind of the back, the, the power of connecting with people and treating them right. It, it it is, Ron, and and this is something that I know that you talk about and I talk about, and it's so important. Just imagine, like we're all in this thing called life together, and not all of us have great upbringings, not all of us have great circumstances, but. Isn't it nice when we connect with someone who treats us w with, with humanity and we, we, we have a particular energy that we send out. Everybody has an energy and people pick up on that energy. That's, that's the law of attraction. So if your energy is sincere, it is connecting with people, people are going to feel that. They're going to give you what you give them. It's just simple. It's very simple. And it works Nine times out of 10, it does. Some people can't be reached. Other people can because we don't know their stories. And everybody's got one. Pretty fascinating. I, I, I love when you talk about that concept of, you know, the, the, to me, it's all about respect, right? I, especially when doing a, being a conservative individual in a very, very, very liberal state, um, I have no problem bringing people that have differing values and 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 uh, opinions on our broadcast. I say the only diff the only thing that's demanded is respect, right? We don't have to agree with one another, but we we certainly there's no reason that we can't respect having different opinions. I think everyone's trying to get to the same positive place. We just might have different ways of getting there. Seems Can like I that might be. Yeah, sorry, Go ahead, Ron, I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, didn't mean to jump all over you, but you're absolutely right. We have different ways of getting there. But the important thing is, is, is that if we're talking and not shouting at one, at one another, if we're talking and really, truly trying to understand and listen to the other person, uh, Stephen Covey said, seek first to understand and then to be understood. And it's so very true. If you are going to be talking about something that may create some conflict, listen first and speak later. Don't listen with the intent of speaking 
Listen with the intent of understanding. Get the other person's point of view. Listen to it. See if it meshes with yours. If it doesn't, that's okay. As you said, your your response will be one of respect. Hey, I understand. I may not agree with you, but I certainly understand where you're coming from. Thank you for sharing that. And just carry this on. It works in everything. It really does. And, and you know something? If you, I love what the comment you made there is listen with the intent of understanding, not with just waiting your turn to speak, because you, you might find that you learn something. You know, I, I, I enjoy chatting with people that don't have the same opinion as me just because I say, you know something? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my way of thinking is not the correct. Maybe it's not the only solution. But I want to I'll talk about, uh, you've got a couple of books I see that you've got, that you've, you're working on. I, I love the title of, uh, of one of them that I saw. Damn it, just ask. What does that mean? Tell, tell me a little bit about that one. Well, the thing is, there are so many things that we could get in life if only we asked. And people will fail to ask for usually one of three reasons. They're, they're afraid of being told no. Uh, you know, we're, we're afraid of this rejection. What if, if I ask this woman out for a date or if I ask this man out for a date, what if they say no? So that what ifs, the fear of whatever. The other one is um, perhaps not being aware that you can ask, not seeing the opportunities in front of you. For example, I, I could reach out to you and say, hey, Ron, I'd love to be on your show. What do you think? And you could say, no, Paul, I don't think so. That's okay. But if I don't, reach out and ask, I'll never get a yes. And it's all right to be told no. Wayne Gretzky, famous uh, Canadian hockey player, said you always miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So if you don't ask, you don't get. And the other one is familiarity. How do we ask? Well, we ask with intent. We ask with a good intent. I may have something that you want or that you would appreciate. And here's you know my proposal to you. So damn it, just ask talks about the negotiation skills, how to negotiate, how to ask for what you want in life, what the principles are, and it's very easy. So that, uh, you know, that, that's what that damn it just ask. We don't ask. And if you don't ask, you don't get. Goodness. You know, I've asked people, people that I, I didn't know, and some pretty famous people, hey, could I have a few moments of your time? One of my books was, uh, was writ, uh, read by uh, a very, very good and um, – popular Canadian actor. And it was simply because I asked, I said, would you mind reading the book? I think it's in line with your principles. And if you like it, would you give me an endorsement? He said, yes. Uh, I never would have gotten that had I not asked. Amazing. So, so here's the big question for the guy that doesn't read. Is it available on Audible? It will be in about uh, three or four weeks. It's, uh, it's actually being worked on right now. <laughs> awesome. So I'm going to have to Put that on my to-do list for, for watching it on Audible. It's love it. Damn it, just ask. That's a I like that that concept, and I'm I'm anxious to listen to it as I'm out walking or or driving. You're listening to Ron Siegel Radio discussing your real estate, current events, and the financial markets. When we come back, more with Paul Nadeau. We're gonna also chat about how to protect my business from identity theft. All that and more. You can reach me anytime. Our off-air number 800 306 one nine nine zero eight hundred three zero six nineteen ninety or ronsigaradio.com facebook.com forward slash ronsigaradio and if you miss any part of our broadcast ron siegel one on youtube ron siegel the number one on youtube stay tuned we'll be back in just a few ron siegel radio your home and mortgage 
connection. Do you know a homeowner experiencing divorce? Do you know a real estate reference and the divorce decree could cost tens of thousands of dollars? A certified divorce mortgage planning and real estate report could save you thousands of dollars, and it's free from your local certified divorce lending professional. Reach out to Ron today. Ronismylender.com. Again, Ronismylender.com. Licensed under NMLS 217037, Equal Housing Lender. Homeowners over the age of 62 are taking back financial control after retirement with reverse mortgages, and the Siegel Lending Team is here to help you use it to your advantage. Call Ron Siegel with Geneva Financial to receive your free information booklet with no obligation. The booklet answers all your questions, and the best part is you still own your home. Call Ron Siegel at 1-800-306-1990 or visit ronsiegelradio.com. Are you like many of your neighbors trying to figure out how to pay off your debts so you can retire someday? Build bigger savings. Invest in opportunities. Visit rsrnodebt.com. Debt will destroy 50% of Americans from being able to retire earlier and with more. What if you could have a guaranteed program that could show you how to eliminate all of your debt in 10 years or less, all without having to spend more each month than you spend right now? Yes, that's correct. All without spending more from your checkbook each month than you are today. Get your free analysis today to see if you qualify. Visit rsrnodebt.com. Log on today for your free analysis, rsrnodebt.com. No purchase necessary. The free analysis takes only two minutes. rsrnodebt.com. Ron Siegel Radio is your home and mortgage connection. Go to rsrnodebt.com. rsrnodebt.com. You're listening to Ron Siegel's Home and Finance Show with local and national expert Ron Siegel. Now, here's Ron. Welcome back to Ron Siegel Radio. Within every market, there are solutions as well as tremendous opportunities. You just need some trusted guidance. That is my message, and I will be delivering it every day on Ron Siegel Radio or anytime at 800-306-1990, 800-306-1990. Your Credit Matters segment today being brought to you by CreditSanitizer.com. You have a credit report. It is wrong. They all are, or at least 79% of them. What are you doing about it? How to protect my business from identity theft is our subject today. According to recent reports, identity theft is on the rise. Javelin Strategy reported identity theft resulted in an annual loss of $56 million in a mixed result of different criminal and fraudulent activities last year. When it comes to keeping your business database secure, there can be numerous challenges. If you're worried about your company being the next victim of business identity theft, here's what you need to know to help protect yourself. Common types of business identity thefts. If you're wondering if you've sustained an attack on your business data, here are some examples that may help you identify such attempts. Number one, fake accounts. You may have heard of people and bots impersonating organizations, celebrities, and government officials. These profiles disrupt the traffic that is meant for your authentic profiles. Then they may post inaccurate or malicious content from their pages and even hack into your database and release sensitive information through these profiles. Number two, phishing. Phishing occurs when the identity stealing your identity when the when the entity stealing your identity uses email services to pretend to be your representative. As a result, they may misinform your current and potential clientele, ask for money or sensitive information, or carry out 
other criminal or unethical activities. Number three, fake invoices. If you have customers who report receiving unidentified or fake invoices, that may also be a data theft attempt on your business identity. A list of your customers' contact details may be enough to attempt this kind of theft. Website mimicry. If your web analytics report shows high search results, but you don't get matching numbers on your website visits, there is a chance that somebody has made a duplicate website with your brand identity. Number five, logo theft is when another brand or individual copies your logo, makes minor changes to it, and uses it to represent themselves. This could impact your identity, so you may have to pay ransom to the thieving party to get them to take their logo down. What to do if you fall victim to business identity theft? If you fear you've fallen victim to business identity theft, here are some tips to help the harm contained, to help keep the harm contained until you've initiated legal actions. Number one, Inform all those who may be affected due to the theft. This includes all your internal and external public and publics and stakeholders, such as employees, executives, customers, investors, advertisers, etc. Number two, run a security check. You may get your IT department or thor- to thoroughly examine the origin of theft and potential leaks in your data flow that may have caused the incident. If you fear something graver, you may employ a third party to conduct an analysis. Where to report business identity theft? Once you've taken care of preliminary protection against the theft, it's time to report the incident to an official so they may start their legal proceedings. The Internal Revenue Service is the first go-to in this situation. You may also inform other entities who are currently engaged with your business. The IRS has a business helpline that makes it easier to report and get updates on your identity theft. How to protect your business from identity theft? Here are some Protective measures. Number one, security updates. You may opt for advanced security systems such as fake profile detection, spam email detection, unauthorized personnel detection, and other security options. Number two, update your data regularly. Updating and backing up your data often can help you get rid of potential hackers and thieves and make it more difficult for bad actors to breach your database. Number three, personal identity protection in a world that focuses extensively On brand image, you need to keep your personal as well as your business identity untainted. To help protect your personal data, it's best to invest in identity theft protection. That is the Your Credit Matters segment brought to you by CreditSanitizer.com. You have a credit report. It is wrong. Credit Sanitizer can help you resolve those issues. Continue our conversation this morning. We're chatting this morning. Paul Nadeau is with us. Got quite the background. If you haven't heard our conversation or if you're just tuning in, you've missed a lot and we're not going to share it again. But you can go back to Ron Siegel 1 on YouTube. Ron Siegel, number one on YouTube. We're going to have the broadcast. It'll be up. It'll be posted about by about 6 or 7 o'clock this evening. And you can actually get all the, the information right there and learn a lot of what Paul's been sharing with us. Got a message that is, you know, really needs to be amplified a lot in today's uh, society. I, Paul, I don't know, north of the border, is it as contentious as we are here in, in the United States right now? No, not as much. Uh, however, we do, have, we do have a lot of conflict happening here, but not as much, uh, I would say, as, as you do south of the border. Yeah. Well, that's good. So, so, so hopefully your sales will skyrocket in the uh, – 
for the book and some of your 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 resolution items uh, here south of the border. You know, one of the big issues that we see all the time, and I think it's something that you've uh, dealt with and written on, is mental illness and the mental health uh, uh, issues that are going on. You know, we got rid of, <clears throat> I know in California at least, for some goofy reason, we got rid of most of our mental institutions and we thought that mean that would mean that mental health problems were cured and anything but that but you've done some extensive work in that that arena as well tell us a little bit about that yes i have i i also wrote a book on on mental wellness and really taking control of our lives but mental illness is a, a true problem uh, a lot of people are dealing with stresses a lot of people uh, just can't find their way and if we start closing our institutions, if we are not providing the help that people need, then there's going to be a lot of, well, there's going to be a lot of harm that comes from that. Either people are going to take their own lives, are going to take uh, other people's lives, that kind of stuff. It's very important that we provide the, the tools and the places for people who are suffering from uh, mental illness to go to or to, you know, to get the help that they need. We can't close our eyes. We can't be these these uh, birds that just kind of like, okay, I, I don't see it. An ostrich, it sticks the their head underneath the sand. It, it's all gone. It's not. And because of the conflict that we're seeing in this world, uh, the world is at war. And not only globally, but yeah, it, it's, there's so much there's so much division, there's so much anger, there's so much uncertainty. Every day you're reading the news, and I know that you go through the news at four o'clock in the morning to see what's going on. You would know there's so much out there that makes people afraid and uncertain. And a lot of people will slip into uh, abusing themselves physically uh, or, or turning to substance abuse, all that kind of stuff. They need guidance. They need support. We all do to some degree, some greater than others. We have to take control of this. We just can't ignore it. And I'm, I'm sorry to hear uh, that that California is, is closing institutions because that's the wrong approach to it. Yeah, not, a, not, not, the, not the right way of going about doing things. So tell us a little bit about what you've got. We only got about a minute left. Give us a little idea of what's going on in your world. How can we connect with you? Um, how can we support you? Absolutely. I mentioned a little bit earlier that the story uh, of my uh, my experience in the Middle East is being made into a movie. So that's what I'm working on uh, with a lot of great people. Uh, how you can get a hold of me, you can reach me through uh, my website, uh, jpaulnadeau.com. So www.jpaulnadeau.com or just go to inspireus.ca. Uh, that's my uh, That's my website for my podcast and uh, just reach out to me. Yeah, that'd be great. Appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to getting the audible version of Damn It, Just Ask. I can't wait to get that one. And I appreciate you spending some time with us and helping us out, Paul. Really uh, really glad to have you on with us. And as always, I ask, set that Thank first you. radio preset button to come back here and join Ron Siegel Radio, where we only speak about items affecting your house and your bank account. Thanks to all of our sponsors. A big thanks to Josh and Sean who are engineering us today. And, of course, a special thanks to you for spending a little bit of your day with us. That's all for Ron Siegel Radio. Again, if you have any questions or to meet any of our guests, call me anytime. 800-306-1990. 800-306-1990 or ronsiegelradio.com. And remember, 
make a lot of money so you can help a lot of people and have a lot of fun. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time on Ron Siegel Radio.